Okay, so hey, welcome to my podcast. Um, I don't know what to say. Like, I have um, uh, um, my script up that I wanted to say, but honestly, who follows scripts? So you know what? I'm just gonna wing it. So today, uh, we're gonna be talking about DID, also known as dissociative personality, uh, dissociative identity disorder. My bad. Um, it's a rare mental disorder because it's like, like, it's hard to diagnose people with it because it has so many components and so many symptoms that's the same as some of the other mental disorders. So it's commonly, you know, mistaken for something else. But, um, I've done research, like I've done as much research as I could for this disorder so hopefully I can explain it to you guys and um, you guys will understand it very well because I'm terrible at explaining things. <laughs> so this is my first podcast. So yeah, bear with me. So first, we're going to do a case study and I have it pulled up on my computer. Um, okay, so just a little background because I'm reading it. So I'm only going to read like the first part and then some of the last part because I'm going to put the information in uh, in, in between it. Okay, but this case study is like an example. Her name is Mary. She also like switches from Edith into quote unquote baby. So her background is she's 30. She is meek and resilient. Um, she had many avoidant traits. Basically, um, her, with this psychiatrist, Mary was talking about some of the events that she had that went on in her past. She had severe sexual abuse starting at 20 months um she also told the psychiatrist because she she also told the psychiatrist that she heard crying in her head she heard it constantly so um so yeah so this is so i'm gonna start reading it this is from mary okay so mary says baby cries all the time baby i hear her she is sad all the time she can't talk but she cries all the time then in parentheses it says mary stopped speaking her demeanor and posture were now so different the psychiatrist was startled it really felt as though a different person was in the room end quote in parentheses so she switched out to edith so edith said she is a wimp i would never put up with any of that i'll kill him i kill him i'll kill you too and she deserves to die and then the psychiatrist asked edith who baby forget this uh edith said she wanted to kill mary because she's a wimp but then the psychiatrist asks edith about baby but she doesn't know what she's talking about but the psychiatrist asks edith can she speak to mary but mary says she doesn't have the guts to come here um and i'm like oh my i'm shook like i thought that was supposed to be nice to the host but I guess not. I mean, like I've read that like some alt- some other author alters have like different personalities and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm like, well then. <clears throat> okay, so now we're gonna get into the statistics about this. I mean, we love talking about statistics, right? But I have a question for you guys. If you can get it right, then. I don't I don't know but okay okay a little background for the statistics 
Wait, no, no, wait, hold on. The question is for the next part, but the statistics, basically, on average, you know, a person has two to four different personalities, you know, until their initial diagnosis, right? So the number of personalities that people who suffer from DID is 13 to 50, is 13 to 15 over the course of their treatment. But it has been, it has been reported to where someone has had over a hundred different personalities like that must be very tiring for that person like for the host to to switch between a hundred different personalities and for them to have different names and different ages that really must be tiring like honestly i don't know how they do it but i mean that just that just has to be tiring but we're going on to who it normally affects Okay, so now I'm going to ask my question. Okay, so between men and women, who do you guys think it affects more? I'm going to give you guys five seconds. Okay, time's up. Okay, if you if you answer men, I'm sorry, you're wrong. But if you answer women, then you're right. But the only reason that is wrong because if you answer men was because, you know, men don't really like showing their um their symptoms like that or showing that they're sick or something is wrong with them. But honestly, yeah, they just they just don't like showing that. I don't know why, but I guess cuz wait, no, because I guess it shows them that they're it guess I guess it shows that they're weak or something. But honestly, we stand a man who actually gets help if he needs it. You know, like we, kudos to them. Uh, okay, so I'm putting all my sources down in a in the description box if I, you know, if I figure out where it is on under here because this is my first podcast. So um, yeah. So basically, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up my essay no i'm gonna pull up um my script okay okay we're making good time we're in good time okay so basically does this the statistics vary right um the this specific disorder it only occurs from one and a half percent to two percent of the population but the only but the remaining seven percent of the general population may have this may have this disorder but they aren't diagnosed but they aren't diagnosed so basically is more common in women but um okay so researchers they they wanted to investigate why is more common in, in females than in males right so they found out that women have symptoms more regularly than males and men also display aggressive behavior and less memory loss than females resulting in less diagnosis so and females face childhood abuse more frequently than males so i think that's why it's more you know common in a female population but um it also says individuals who are victims of past violence and mistreatment are at elevated risk of developing dissociative identity disorder. So basically, the symptoms originate to help a person, you know, deal with the trauma and stuff like that. But 
And the risk factors for DID include severe abuse, severe abuse, reoccurring neglect, natural disasters, and past trauma in childhood. So basically, in reported cases in the United in the U.S., Canada, and Europe, it says approximately ninety percent of people with this condition had experienced abuse and neglect in childhood. So basically, um, is basically. So basically, DID is very misdiagnosed, as I said at the beginning, because, um, um, what was I going to say? Okay, so basically, it's very misdiagnosed, because all the symptoms are, like, um, similar to other mental health disorders, like, um, borderline personality disorder, BPD, schizophrenia, or bipolar disorder basically they don't know if it's from the actual misdiagnosis or whether the diagnosis the diagnosis are present in conjunction with the di with did it can also being misdiagnosed is the first thing but they can but it also has like incorrect treatments and worsening of symptoms or no improvement of all over no improvement overall so on top of getting the wrong treatment and being misdiagnosed, your symptoms could get worse. Or you couldn't show or you wouldn't be able to show no type of improvement whatsoever. Okay, so basically um <clears throat> we're going to get into the statistics of the treatment. Um basically they're trying to quote unquote fuse all the alters back into one functional personality structure and they do it by psychotherapy it can span from five to seven years that's a long time that's that's a long time but if they don't but if individuals who have this disorder doesn't you know don't get treatment for it they tend to get worse as you know the alters they can't integrate on their own right so yeah yeah so that's a, that's the statistics so now we're going to get on into the how they deal with it because it's different for other like it's different for other people and for different people because you know people deal with deal with things differently in their day-to-day -day lives so hopefully I'll be able to explain it without, you know, overcomplicating things or, you know, giving the wrong information because I have my sources pulled up right here. So I'm reading off of that too. So I'll make sure I get the right information. But um, there isn't a cure, you know, there's not a cure whatsoever. It can take a long time to figure out the right treatment for a DID for DID individuals or for people who suffer with that um basically some people um for some people their goal is to integrate the alters into like just one single personality state or whatever but for others their aim is to achieve a state of resolution but that's where alters coexist in har harmony without impacting the person's goals and coping or to have better control over switching 
But, you know, all people with mental health disorders should always seek medical help so they can get the right treatment, get the help that they need. But for people with DID, it's multiple stages of this, and it is usually long-term. Like, the first stage, it focuses on stabilizing symptoms and ensuring safety. The second stage, it involves processing pro processing traumatic memories and working with trauma-based unhelpful beliefs and the third stage they it focuses on life issues goals and supporting healthy relationships um it can the treatment can help with the symptoms they can help cope with symptoms but they also help in other ways like it can help them manage their emotions, improve their relationships, a sense of connection, they can cope with stress, etc. Um, there's not any medication, but the, you know, if they have um, associated depression, anxiety, or other health issues, then medications can actually be prescribed. But basically, for if you know somebody that has DID, then it actually it tells you like how would you care for them because they because you know people with did they feel overwhelmed and confused um as you know with all mental health disorders it's best to educate yourself as much as possible and you can also talk to mental health professionals to get accurate information and to voice your concerns but if you do go along with the ride with them uh, their treatment can involve revisiting past traumatic experiences, which which may be upset, upsetting for friends and family. So make sure you look after yourself and seek mental health to look after your own. Seek help to look after your own mental health. There's also self-help strategies. So if you're, um, you know, going through some things, you can make time regularly to do things you enjoy, either alone or with friends. Because, you know, who who doesn't love alone time? Like, we, we love it. You can also talk to other people. You can talk to people about how you feel. You, can, you know, you can ask um, a health professional or, um, yeah, just a mental health professional, you know, a support group. Excuse me. And you can try to focus on the things that you can control, not on not on the things outside of your control. But if you know a person with DID, you can manage. You can't control their behavior, but you can control your reaction. But um, yeah, so just you know. Make sure you control your reaction towards them because, you know, they can't help it when they switch. So, yeah, we're going to... My computer's a little loud there. (laughs) It's a little loud. Um, so, yeah. So, that's all for this podcast. It was 15 minutes long. It's pretty good. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm proud of myself. Like, I'm really proud of myself. I will, I will try to post my sources at the bottom, if possible. But um, yeah. 
Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Thank you for the learning. Mm, not learning. Thank you for stopping by and listening. Uh, taking time out of your day to listen to this. Um, hopefully everything is accurate. And hopefully I explain things very clearly. So let me... I want to look at my essay, well, my work to see um, what I put down for their daily lives, but as I'm looking, I don't see it. Okay, so that's all for today, and I will, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. So that's all for today. And I will probably research another rare mental disorder, probably. Um, but yeah, thank you for stopping by and thank you for listening. And have a good rest of your day, night, or evening. And remember, take care of yourself. Your mental health matters. If you get overwhelmed, take a break, step back, recoup, regroup, and then continue on what you are doing don't burn yourself out like take time for yourself your mental health matters okay 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 bye